0: Hi, welcome to the DIY photo
1: organizing podcast. I'm Fiona from Photo Helper. And I'm Chantal from Simply In Order Photo Organizing. Imagine you can find any photo at any time at the click of a button. We are here to show you how. So let's get started.
0: Hi, and welcome to Episode 9 of our DIY Photo Organizing Podcast. Today, we're going to be going through metadata. This might be a new word to some people, so we just thought it would be a good opportunity to explain a little bit about what that word means and how it might relate to you with your DIY photo organizing project as you're going through and getting all your photos organized yourself. So... What we thought we'd cover today, um, just a few quick things. We thought we'd just let you know what metadata is and also whether or not you think it might be necessary to add it to your photo collection. And if you do decide to, we thought we'd just explain a little bit about how you might be able to do that. Sounds good. Yeah. So, hi Chantelle. Hello. 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 All right. So, if you would start us off with explaining what is metadata what is this metadata
1: thing (laughs) i know it's a bit of a thing (laughs) um look we will try and keep it simple yes so in in the most simple word probably it is information about a photo about a picture and There are international standards, but we're not really going into that. It gets really technical, but if you're interested, you can, you know, Google IPTC, uh, which is that standard that I mentioned, Mm -hmm. and that's internationally valid, and you get heaps of information, guides and what have you, but it's way too technical. We, We don't really need that today. All you need to know is metadata is information about the photo. Perfect. Yes.
0: All right. Um, so, what kinds of um, metadata or information about the photo um, would most people say? Just say they've taken a photo with their phone mm. and or any device. What information is already captured on yeah. there on that photo? Yeah. Say without even mm. you know, what options are there that for some of that information mm. that's already being captured?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. And people might not be aware that there is actually a whole lot of information that's being captured yeah. <laughs> in the background. And these days with the digital cameras and the phones, they're really advanced. So a lot of things happen in the background without us noticing. Mm-hmm. So there is one layer, so to speak. So you've got the image and then the next layer will be that automatically embedded data. That's mm-hmm. kind of wherever you move that picture in the future, you know, you might move it from your phone to your computer. This data will be embedded in the photo, so it comes, it travels with the photo. Maybe in the file, yeah. in the file, yes. not in the on file. the, like yes. you don't like yes. see it on the photo. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you don't see it. Yeah. Okay, um, in that file. Straight away, you can go and have a look at what is there, but yep. yeah. Okay, uh, so. We're so not what, quite what going them? there yet. <laughs> <laughs> there was, they do differentiate between the so-called exif data that's e-x-i-f yeah and what that is it shows us how the photo was taken so for example with what camera the model of the camera um, what were the settings on the camera? Of course, the date. That's a really important one. That's why personally, I always encourage people make sure that the date on your camera or the device is correct. Oh my because goodness! Because then you've got so much information. Yeah, I've had a so few important. issues with
0: people I've worked with in the past mm. that are just those. You know, and it might only be twenty four hours out. Yes. You know, but when they're yeah. merging it with other photos and oh yeah, it happens yep. a lot
1: when when you travel. It's true. Yeah, and some people have their phone. For example, adjusting automatically to the local time. Um, and other stuff. And then, and then when it, you, what you just mentioned, when you merge them, you know, we share all our photos of the trip that we did together. And they're not in order. Uh, they're just all yeah. over the place. Yeah. <laughs> Painful for, for us photo organizers. <laughs> true, we don't true. like that. And other information that's often retained, um, depending on the settings, again, on your camera or your model, is geolocation. Especially yep. on the phone, if you've got the location service on, that will be co- embedded into the photo file. Yeah, uh, Basically, it's like it's burned in. Mm. So, And that can be really helpful for later yes, on. Yes,
0: absolutely. And I think, you know, understanding that people can be quite um, aware of security risks and things like that of being watched or being able to be tracked and things like that so it is a personal choice um, but really it can be very helpful to have that on when you're looking even when you're searching for photos you can zoom Mm. in on a certain area yeah or a trip or a part of the world and that's just another way to locate photos quickly so it's a great Mm. feature um, if that's an option that you choose to take Mm. Yeah, very good. So, um, so what else, So if that's the information that is um, how it was taken, then the other option is to add in information after the fact of when the photo's been taken and mm. that is about the photo. So there yes, are things that, about, yeah. that people may want to add in about that photo or that time mm. or the place or the event and things like that. So what kind of fields of information can be added into that digital file?
1: Uh, a lot, as you mentioned. <laughs> the most. There's literally 20,
0: 30 fields in some of these. Yeah. Like, really, there's a lot.
1: <laughs> but the main ones maybe that we can change yeah, or yeah, try So, to add. from experience, I think one of the biggest ones is keywords or tags. Yep. Um, it's pretty much the same. Or who's in the photo, of course, people. and. Um, And these days there's software that can help to speed up that process if we want to add that information manually. Yep. Um, But I think these are good starting points because that's probably what we, you know, when we think of what sort of photos are we usually looking for if we search for photos, if we want to do a book or whatever, so often it will be date related or, of course, people related. So I find a good start is always people, yeah. And that can be in. I think we're gonna talk about that later, like facial recognition, yeah. Or it can be a keyword either way, yeah. Um, but one can, of course, also add like uh, captions or descriptions. So that be the place where to. At some kind of story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you used it. these or what's? Yeah, know. so definitely,
0: I think uh, I think some of our key things, even mm. just to sort of giving some people some examples yeah, on on things that mm. we might use or that we would definitely recommend mm. that you think about if when you're going through this process. Um, and often when you're going through and you're you're making a decision to go and put some structure and organisation to your group of photos. Um there's a lot so you know yes. people have people have got a, a hefty collection mm-hmm. and so I would really encourage you to just think about this step first before you just randomly start picking through and adding some yeah, information to point. it because it is time-consuming yeah. but extremely beneficial it if is. you really do want to Mm. um do that sorting and organizing once and have it remain attached to the photo so there is a little bit you know to do with that Mm. but it's definitely worth um having a bit of a planned attack rather than just sort of randomly going through seeing 20 photos of when you were in a location and then just adding it on yeah (laughs) you know so say say you've you've done a trip and you've done the UK or you've done London or you've done you know a a, a particular town and some of them you call them UK some of them you Mm -hmm. call it you know by the city name and so a lot of pre-thought is really really worth it so some things that um, I have added in that I would encourage people um, definitely facial recognition now I think it's important also just to let um, let people know that facial recognition is a searching mechanism. Yes. So it's not embedded in the information mm. of the photo. Yeah. So we're talking about metadata, which is information attached to the photo. Facial recognition is just a way to sort and find those photos. Mm. If you then eventually want to select those photos and add a keyword of yes. that person's name, mm-hmm. that's a hard-coded yes. um, way to be able to re, to find mm-hmm. that photo again and, and yeah. keep that, maintain that yeah. information. So yeah. there is a bit of a difference yeah. when we're talking about facial recognition. So um, because there's some great programs out there, you know, even with Google Photos and with mm-hmm. Mac Photos um, that can look at, the information yeah. you look at the faces and they they're brilliant and they pull yeah. up you know hundreds of photos of that one person, um, which again is a search mechanism. But we're talking about them mm. hard coding that information in. So people's names um, is definitely a good one
1: to think about. And then so just to be um, clear on that, so then you would you find the people through the facial recognition and then you add a keyword with their name. Yes, yes, exactly. So that's then
0: hard coding in a tag to that file, to that photo. Yeah. 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 But, um, again, that is a personal choice. It's not necessary um, because the software, you know, these Mm. days are fantastic and they're getting you know better and better. So you Mm. can easily find things. But, yeah, definitely looking at a way to um, sort photos by a person's um, facial recognition or name is definitely something to consider adding. Um, also, keywords, so we can do another whole <laughs> podcast <laughs> just on keywords. Yes, and yes. I think uh, you know there really is a lot of benefit in being able to yes. have a, a thought out process in mm, what keywords you may name. like to use. Mm. And again, up front, it's in the planning. Get this for journal. And just write them down. Yes. It's a really yeah. a good way. Yeah. Um, I also look at um, rating photos. That's another form of mm-hmm. information that mm-hmm. we've talked about before and that can be attached to the photo yeah. and sort of li- digitally imprinted. Um, and then, you know, the years the photos are taken, if it's not automatically coming out yes. of your device or your camera, mm-hmm. then I would also look at making that information you know a yeah. hard-coded change yeah. on the photo itself yeah. so it's an accurate year mm. so that
1: you can find them what about you what are some examples that you use yeah talking of the years what i actually like to do in you know in a perfect world so to speak <laughs> um is to rename the files using the date the capture date of the photo because it's it might sound a bit old-fashioned a bit, probably is (laughs) but renaming the file I find it's always kind of the safest way to retain that information yeah because the things that we just mentioned with um keywords and rating and all those things um things can go wrong when you move the files so sometimes they would be stripped that information would be stripped off the photo or off the file and that you know yep. maybe you don't even realise it's it's happened and then you lose things which is not ideal. Mm, so you cut kind so of first I always think, Oh, the file name, you know, that things must really go badly wrong <laughs> to lose the file name. So I do I do like to change the file name but it's so time consuming. Mm. So ideally, you know, it's not really it's not a realistic thing for many people to do. Yeah. So I do use keywords. Mm-hmm. Um and especially when you can work a bit in batch maybe it's it might be less time consuming that one thinks at yeah. first but you made a really good point about having like a, a keyword list being consistent yeah. um, because you know I always use the example of when you travel do you you could have a keyword travel or trip or holiday there's different names for the same yeah, And it's easier when you're consistent. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And How do you handle that? Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. The same thing. Yeah. Having a, a legend yeah. or a key, you yes. know, a key yeah. that sort of just yeah. tallies all of those things in. And yeah. it's just, again, a habit to get into mm. and get yourself your blog book that we've talked about. Yeah. <laughs> and just, you know, open up to a blank page and reference that at the front or something yeah. so you know where that is. And once they're, you know, once you get started, mm. you know, and it's true you have, you know, a parent name and then the other parent name and then you have kids and then you have yeah. a parent with kids as a keyword, <laughs> you know, it can get really messy really it quickly. Can, yes. and, and I think that's where, um, you know, in this metadata area mm. uh, and, and hopefully we can get that message across to you today is really just think about that longer term solution because this is an international standard this Mm. is definitely something that is being recognized in new software that's coming out in you know all different types of devices that we take Mm. photos with Um, it's a standard and more and more information will be captured um on there so it's definitely Mm. not going away no and it's and it's definitely worth putting that thought in originally and just having, you know, a bit of a a system in place so that Mm. you you can very quickly add those keywords. And then when you're sorting, Mm. you can just have a look and look at what that keyword list is, and it's very easy to find photos. Yeah, Yeah. Just say, for example, you've got a, a pet and you may have, you know, the name of the pet or a nickname mm. for the pet. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just choose one,
0: write yeah. it on the list yes. and be yes. done with it. Yes. So it doesn't have to be difficult. Yeah. It's just a little bit of pre planning. Yeah. yeah. Goes a long way. And
1: that's a good point with names because we often have nicknames for people and then it's like, you know, how do you call them in the keywords yeah. um, list?
0: Or do you call yourself by mum or yes. is it grandma yeah. or yeah. and then do you have your name? So yeah. always saying is make that decision. Yeah upfront Mm. before you go into all the work yeah um and it will definitely make it a lot easier Mm.
1: and i think the keywords is really one of the easiest to to add and to the benefits are enormous when you've got keywords
0: yeah Yeah. and really you can find any photo if you've got a keyword Mm. a date
1: yeah
0: um maybe a location or a person's name. And mm. it really does make, it just yeah. narrows down yeah. that ability to be able mm. to find a photo. You might mm. remember that it was, um, you know, a certain location that you were that you were in that you were looking yes. for, a, you yeah. know, a s- historical photo of a house mm. that you, you know, you went to. But, you know, it's a location. So if yeah. you've got that in there, then it really does mm. help narrow it down. Yeah. Um, so, and, and what's the benefit? What's, what are some of the benefits of why people should... Um, or could make that choice to maybe add in mm.
1: um, keywords. Yeah, look, it's basically in any time you need a photo, you're looking for a photo, uh, it could be photo books or yeah. if you want to do a slideshow or anything really. Yeah, as a, it's a quick it, gift yeah. for somebody. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And often one one information is not enough especially when you think of you know these days it's not uncommon that people have forty, fifty thousand digital photos in their hubs so if you then search by a name who let's say you're looking for your spouse's name there will be thousands of photos of, of him so you might want to narrow it down and add another keyword or add a location or a year so you Often we would operate with more than one mm. and to, to just narrow it down and then we've got a smaller selection that we can choose from yeah. to create that book or whatever. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And yeah. it could be the word birthday. Yeah. And so you just put that birthday
0: but then you can link that then if you're doing a search mm. for Chantel, yeah. then birthday is another keyword yeah. search and then you put a year. You're very easily going to find, you know, that birthday Mm. when you were 21 (laughs) rather (laughs) than having to have 21st birthday as the keyword. You can just put the birthday as the keyword, the person's name, and then a year, and then then you'll find. So it's just, yeah, it's sort of Mm. thinking about what you would use that for that's going to be helpful. Mm. Um, so one of the things that um, we were saying before about whether you know if you're considering using this sort of additional way of organizing your photos using metadata um, I also like to I, I like to use the as much of the information as I can yes. and like I said in these programs these days there really is a lot mm. that you can work with naturally and even you know, there's moment you could search dog just so you don't have a keyword for dog. <laughs> yeah. And it'll bring up every dog yeah. you've ever, even if it's in the background of yeah. a photo. Um, and, you know, the yeah. intelligence of yeah. some of these programs yeah. now, it can say, you know, lake or something like that. Yes. Every photo of I a love lake
1: that. or tractor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it you know, really
1: comes in hand. I have funnal. used it recently a few times. It's, it's yeah. so, it's awesome. It yeah. is fantastic.
0: <laughs> so, you know, it really is a consideration about your yeah. keywording and, and, you know, yeah. how much time and organisation mm. you would to put into it. Now, we yeah. just sort of wanted to present you with some options um, but how do you deal with say the backlog of photos or keywording in the future also because like you <sighs> say people could have 40, yeah. 50, 100,000 <laughs> really it's yes. that's amazing yeah. how many and that's yeah. a lot to backlog well, <laughs> what, what's your sort of take on that
1: with digital clients I <sighs> How do I put that? I I would encourage them to slowly but surely work through their backlog. So my usual recommendation, depending a bit on what software they use, I have a lot of Mac clients, so they will work, would work with Mac or Photos for Mac, yep. which does have a facial recognition included. So I often recommend... That and sometimes it takes a while because it will scan the photos and learn along the way. Yes, and it's actually good fun too. People love it. Oh, it is. It's, oh, it's I love it going fun through that. To do that. Do. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it, it's quite accurate, but sometimes it's a bit, you know, or it will pick up um, cousins from a person. So you see, okay, there is a facial recognition, but it's actually the wrong person. Yeah, so you it's just really interesting, it and, it. and it is. the programs are learning. Um, and becoming better and more accurate. It's probably never going to be a hundred percent accurate. Um, but you know, it's good fun, and I feel it's a great start when you do have a big backlog to use facial use facial recognition if yeah. you can, because that's one of the fastest way to then tag people. Yeah, because as you mentioned before, once you've got you know. It creates like virtual albums of that one person, mm. and then you can just select all these photos and add the keyword with the name of that person. And yep. bang, you've got it. It's, exactly. it's a quick way, and I like to recommend that for the backlog re- mm. Really, if you're not going to do anything else, that's you know, yep. kind of the, the first step, and yep. that already is a lot. Yeah, I feel yep. yeah.
0: That's yeah. good. That's yeah. fantastic. And then from there, mm. if they come up with their, if they choose to do keyword, mm. you know, and adding metadata into a photo, yeah. um, then they can just come up with their list mm. of selected words that they think yeah. that they might like to be able to sort by mm. and then um, and then start adding them from this day forward sort yes, of thing yeah. or if then yeah. you know, slowly that, over time. That's
1: actually more realistic for, for um, when I think back, my clients pretty much none of them really work through the backlog Mm -hmm. so it is time consuming Mm -hmm. and we're all busy so i i often recommend okay we've got the system in place now that's what you can do in the future let's say you work monthly on your photos you download them from the phone whatever and then it's not very time consuming to add a few keywords to choose your favorites to delete, of course, first. You don't yeah. want to keep everyone, every single one. So I feel that's often easier Yeah, because it can be the backlog is just too yeah. overwhelming. Yeah, too exactly. Yeah. yeah, so don't
0: get too caught up with it, but just be encouraged moving forward that you can make yeah. some changes decisions yeah. and decisions and yeah. add it in. So when mm-hmm. we're talking about adding in metadata to a photo, there's a few ways to do that. Um, you can do that outside of a program. Or you can do it inside of a program. So what we're talking about when we say that is just say you've got Google Photos or Amazon Photos or uh, you've got, um, you know, Mac, if you're a Mac user, Photos. There's different ways to add in information to a photo Mm -hmm. within a program like that. And then you can also add that information um, just in the properties of the photo. In, yes. in either a Mac or Windows mm. as well. So, you can so just, how would you do that on a
1: Windows, for example?
0: So you'd right-click on there and mm-hmm. you'd, and you'd get the, pull up the information on the photo and then there's fields. Usually they come in tabs depending on the yes, version of yes. Windows that you've got. Mm. Um, so just look through the tabs and then you'll see mm. and then they literally yes. just is a, a field you can text information yes. into. Mm. Um, so say with the keyword when you tab, mm. it'll then come across into a next Yes. Um, into yes. the next word as well yes. so uh, and that's really it mm. and you can do that in bulk and you can get all yeah. fancy with yeah. groups of photos yeah. and things like that so there's lots mm. of information out there on the web but I think it's just a good yeah. understanding that people can yeah. either
1: go through and, and do yeah. that in, in windows or in finder yeah well. we don't need special software really it can no. be done with whatever you yeah. have yeah you at can home. do it outside yeah.
0: of all these programs mm. as well because some people like mm. to organise their photos outside of a yeah. Uh, in a proprietary yeah. program so that gives them the option to do that as well um then if you want to get fancy <laughs> um there are a few software programs that we use as organizers yeah. that we thought we'd tell you about what are some of those chantelle that yeah just um, to keep and we'll put these links also in the show notes yeah, okay. for people as well that. if they want yeah. to there's no affiliate that we're with them at all it's just what we've choos- yeah. chosen to use
1: yeah. Um, one that I really like using also for my own personal photos is Photo Mechanic. Yep. Um, it doesn't come quite cheap, but it's a really, really good program um, and you can do so much with it. I'm nowhere near knowing or oh, yes. using all their features. Oh, a phenomenal I program. I kind of use it for basic stuff like the keywords. But, again, you can, in that program, for example, talking about keywords, you can have, like, a keyword list. So you save that and you can even save different lists. And then it always, once you enter the keyword, it's there. And you can just, you know, pick it and choose it, pick from the list. That's another way, of course, that way you've got the consistency and you don't have typos and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and you can do much more, of course, in that program. But yeah. in terms of metadata, I like to use Photo Mechanic and it's really fast. You can work yeah. in batches. Yeah. yeah. yeah,
0: And you can create, you know, what I would call, say, a stamp. Yes. Uh, so um, you would say you've got a group of 50 photos and mm. they've all got – the same location you are at an event you want to put an event yeah. name say it's at a wedding mm. um and you want to you know put some information about that on the photo then you have a template and you can assign yes. that template with all of the fields right. that you've chosen yeah. maybe you've even got a copyright of the photo mm. on there um you know mm. for your own right. self because yeah. you know so this this that program photomechanic was really used yeah you know it was actually used for uploading in in media so yeah. you know, information and newspapers yes. and
1: what i like about it too is that it's straight away embedded in the file you don't have to export it or to save it in a special way to make it stick so that's what you want to make sure when you work with yeah. any program that it actually, you know, it's as easy as possible and that it stays. It's yeah. not, you know, if you move the photo out of there and then you lose everything you've done, you don't want that. No. So, And photo mechanic definitely doesn't do that so it it is embedded and that's what I like about it it's like a one touch thing yeah you know yeah 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 Yeah. what else are you using um so
0: adobe bridge and lightroom are are some of the adobe products that are also available Mm. to do that but I actually use photo mechanic for for my because it's a windows and a mac based program so it really is um Mm. you know you're able to use that across Mm you know, all the different mm. um platforms that you might need to really yeah. do that. So yeah, for me it's definitely been as an organiser it's been worth that mm. investment. But it's definitely um it's, and it's there's a lot more information that you need, but really it's quite
1: user friendly. It's, it's easy yes, to get in yes, there and is, just, yeah. you know, get some yeah. key lists yeah. going and, and Adobe go there. I, I always find I do like the Adobe products. I work a lot with Breach and Lightroom but I find they're not self-explanatory at all. Yeah, um, a lot
0: more technically yes, involved. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: But they are good programs. They can do all that too. Adobe Bridge, of course, has the advantage that it's free. All you need is a, a free account with Adobe and then you can download it and use it. And again, it also works on Windows and Macs. That's another good yeah, thing. which is good. And, you know, you can use... Go on YouTube and find tutorials about anything yeah. these days. Yes. Um, and I probably would recommend that. They're not really self-explanatory. But yeah. again, with Adobe Bridge, it's the same advantage, I feel like, with Photo Mechanic. It is away embedded in the file. You don't have to import and export. It actually accesses the file from wherever you have it stored, let's say, on yeah. your hard drive, in your picture folders. Yeah. That's where it goes. And whatever you add it will be straight away in that file. Yeah.
0: yeah, and I think that's that's really important for people to know when they're listening and you're thinking about metadata on your photos mm. is um, some programs, if you're in, say, a, a proprietary program, so it could be a Google, it could be Amazon, we've talked yes. about you know, yeah. Mac photos, yeah. um, and depending on the one, that you're in they may not keep that yes. information attached mm-hmm. to the photo so you've gone and put in hours of work and like we were talking about it's imprinted on the photo permanently yeah. that's something like you know if you're outside of a program mm-hmm. like in windows or or finder explorer or finder um or in photo mechanic but sometimes you've done all this work and pe- yes. you find people that done all this work and then they move mm. from one program to another program and they haven't got that information. Mm. So we just really encourage you just do that bit of homework for yourself if mm. you are going to take the time to add in this, you know, some yeah. really good information yes. onto your photos yeah. and have it be done and done, you know, mm. once and properly. Yes. <laughs> just make sure that you're in. You're using a format um, that will, you know, maintain that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's and sometimes practice, sure.
1: it, it happens without realizing so yeah we might only realize later that we've lost metadata yeah and, yeah, and i
0: think too thing. that's probably why you know this um this standard universal mm. universal standard is becoming even more and more recognized yes. because mm. um you know especially with apo with the association that we belong to mm. um as a you know as an organization uh, that that's yes. we're definitely a part of that as well in mm in maintaining the direction of that those standards and just being a part of what where that's sort of sits in different programs so um there is a lot of information out there but it's definitely something to consider
1: Mm. yeah when you're going through do we want to finish up with the best practice i think so yeah let's do um, that yeah fantastic (laughs) so So, um One of the first ones that we'd recommend really and uh, that we've mentioned is to be specific, especially in terms of keywords. Uh, Double-check, you know, the spelling. You don't want to have any typos because that will make it harder um, later to, to find it. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, uh, make it easy to read, you know, simple, straightforward. grammatically correct and and consistency that's the big thing be consistent absolutely absolutely Mm.
0: Uh, another best practice that we would recommend is this keyword reference list so you know really um just you know don't get too technical with it just think of a new you know, mm. a phrase that you're using, vacation or skiing if you're, you know, or something like that and uh, just write it down on your list and then just con- be consistent. Yeah. Yes. And um, so that reference list
1: um, is a really good one mm. as well. Yeah. And you can easily keep that in your logbook. Yep. Or, you know, if it's a separate list, just put it in there or, yeah. Yep. That's the easiest.
0: That's it. Mm. Fantastic. Wonderful. Well, thanks very very much. As always, a pleasure talking with you, Chantal. Thank you. (laughs) So we hope you've enjoyed um, our podcast today on metadata and understanding a little bit more about metadata. There is a lot of information out there, so we just encourage you if this is an area you want to get into. um, As always, pop us uh, some information onto our Facebook page Mm. and uh, we can help out with any questions or even just point you into to, into the direction on you know with the website or
1: yeah. new information that's come up yeah we'll have a few links yeah to the definitely yeah yeah
0: yeah to the photo mechanic mm. and and things like that as well and even to the um if you want to get all techie and you will yeah. put a link up to the actual um standards mm. you know website page so you can have a look at that if it's something you're interested in
1: very good wonderful okay thanks Chantel. see you next time see you <laughs> bye bye We hope you have enjoyed this episode of DIY Photo Organising and found some inspiration, useful tips and strategies to support your photo projects. We'd love to invite you to pop
0: over to our Facebook page, DIY Photo Organising, and we welcome your questions, feedback and any future topics that you'd like us to cover. If there is someone you'd love to share this with, please click on Share to help others take control of their photos too. Remember, have a look through our show notes for links to helpful information. I'm Fiona from Photo Helper.
1: And I'm Chantal from Simply in Order Photo Organising. And remember, we believe in you and you can do this.